0: My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, "Oh yeah, when you're Finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet." To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. My opinion: Patrick Williams had a phenomenal rookie season. I feel like on the defensive end, he he played he played well. He guarded the team's best players. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Prideful Takes podcast. It is March twenty fifth. It is your boy pride how is everyone doing today mike has some business to handle hopefully he'll be here momentarily but if not you got to deal with the ugliest motherfucker in the game got a good show planned for you guys um tyree kill got traded we're gonna get into all of that plus full-time Kyrie has arrived in the league does this now make brooklyn one of the most dangerous teams in the playing but before we get into that we need to address the rumors of the greatest quarterback to ever grace, God's green earth, one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. In case you guys haven't uh, heard, there are rumors that uh, he's been working on a trade to get out of Tampa. Um, It then also came out that him and Bruce Arians have not seen eye to eye and that there is a quote wall being built in between these two, quote, alpha-minded dudes. Craig he says, damn, pride all by himself. Dude playing 21 alone. I'll hold it down, baby. But what the hell is going on with the greatest quarterback to ever grace God's green earth? Well, I think there's multiple things in play here. First and foremost, I just think it's just the fact that him coming back, he probably just wants to win. I don't think he really wants out. I was talking to to one of my boys earlier, and it's basically not really him wanting to leave. It's just more along the lines of he doesn't want Bruce Arians, in essence, involved. He wants to make sure that no matter what, he gets to control the offense, which, if we're going to be honest, was told to him was placated to him when he first got to Tampa that they would give him full reins. Now that was the original plan. What happened since then, God knows, but Tom Brady does feel that. What is the point of you guys telling me all this stuff only for you to sit there and say that, Oh, we're now going to put it back on Bruce Arians hands. The wall that's been built in between Tom and Bruce Arians is basically in terms of quarterback play, Bruce Arians will no longer be inside the quarterback room, which teach their own. I do kind of feel it's kind of funny a little bit because maybe I'm just looking at it differently. But is it possible that Bruce Arians is a problem? For as much as of a good guy, he comes across to be for as much as a he's a nice dude. People vouch for him. Is it possible that now we're starting to see what a lot of people have been saying throughout the years of Bruce Arians? A lot of people said it, but again, we also did kind of placate it that, oh, you know, it's just they're mad that they left. AB might be right about Bruce and Grinari. That's exactly where I was going to go. Is it possible that even though Antonio Brown handled his departure wrong, isn't it possible, just possible, That he might have at least had a legitimate point about Bruce Arians. I think this is extremely telling. Because the guy who was defending him just so happened, let this sink in, the guy that was defending Bruce Arians, that being Tom Brady, turns out was actually having problems with the guy himself. I think at some point we might have to start looking at Bruce Arians just differently. I, I'm not saying that, you know, you know, you know I, I don't want to necessarily say, you know, anything crazy, but again, first AB, but again, and I was one of the people I'm like, look, we don't know what happened. But what we do know is how A.B. handled it wrong. Now, A.B. still handled it wrong. There's no debate. However, now that this is coming out, is it? Is it? Is it really him? It so, so Bryce didn't know who Bruce was when he got there. Again, we need to remember Bruce Arians has had a very clean reputation. Anytime someone had anything negative to say about Bruce Arians, let's be honest, it was brushed under the rug. It was usually brushed under the rug. No one really said anything because it always it always ended up going, coming back to one thing. Whoever was saying these negative things about Bruce Arians is just mad. That's just really what it all came down to. That's just that's just always – that was a reoccurring theme that, oh, he's just mad. Now, I'm not even talking about the fact that he's a quarterback guru, right? I'm just talking about when it, people kind of bash him. That's really, what they say, it always comes back to oh, yeah, they're upset that Bruce Aries didn't want them or they criticized them, whatever the case may be. As time goes on, I'm starting to, to learn that everything that glitters ain't gold, and I think that's probably what's happening in Tampa Bay. I think Tom Brady, when he got there, he was sold on one thing. And then in the beginning, that first year, he got it. And then the second year, they started taking it away from him. And he was like, hold on, time out. What's going on? I think when he probably probably started asking him, Bruce Arians, who is as blunt as possible? Bruce Arians is as blunt as, 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 blunt as they come. He doesn't hide it or nothing. He probably said, look, Tom, stop crying about it. I'm calling the plays. I'm the coach or the player. That's probably what happened. And Tom probably didn't like that. You know? Do you think Brady should go to San Francisco if this trade thing is legitimately true? Yes, one hundred percent. If this trade is legitimately true, one hundred and ten percent. I would. You got Debo. You got Brandon Ayuk. You got George Kittle. You got a great running back by committee. Respectable line. Nice defense. That if if Tom is going to go anywhere, San Francisco would be would be the place where let's be honest, it's just plug and play. Makes also makes perfect sense considering they want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. And unless you're a one hundred million thousand quintillion whatever word you want to use, whatever type of number, unless you're infinitely percent and you're in the infinite percentile of being sold on Trey Lance, if Tom Brady's willing to go. Why why not take him? Especially for a two-year deal. You don't got to lock him up long-term. And Tom Tom has done this multiple times. Where sure I want to get paid, but I'm willing to leave money on the table. He's done this before. For the 49ers it would be nice. Anybody says Brady left New England. Now he wants to leave Tom, uh, Tampa. Do you think Brady's a problem? Well, look. Why did he live? we, We need to start breaking down why he left, right? Like, again, he wasn't with us for, like, a year, right? He was with us for a while. And when he needed, let's be honest, like, and again, I am a New England Patriot guy through and through, right? But we also need to be honest. His final year, we had one of, if not the worst wide receiver rooms in the NFL. And if it wasn't the worst, it was a bottom five at best. You're not going to tell me we were anything above 25. And I even think being the 25th best wide receiver room is a stretch in my opinion. I think that was a stretch. Combine that with the fact that Bill Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady a year and a half, two years earlier to start Jimmy G. And the only reason he did it was because of Robert Kraft. I think if you combine all of that, I don't think it's really anybody's fault that what happened in New England. I just think that all good things come to an end, and I just think they just needed to part ways amicably. That's just really all it comes down to. So now he goes to Tampa, year one, they win the ring, right? But now all of a sudden they're on rough waters. Am I blaming Tom? I don't know if I'm blaming Tom for it because I don't why, why would we blame Tom? Is actually the, the better question, you know. I, I don't, to be honest, this the whole season with Tampa. I, I honestly just blame injuries. They, they just were completely unlucky when it came to injuries. Everyone in their mom was getting injured to the point that they had to sign an old Richard Sherman who clearly just didn't have it anymore, right? Again, I'm not even talking about his off-the-field issues. I'm just talking about in terms of actually playing. He didn't have it anymore, and they were so desperate. They had no choice but to sign him because they were. that's how down bad they were. They were down so bad because of all the injuries and whatnot. Him leaving Tampa, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, I'm not blaming him. Again, I don't think he's leaving Tampa. I don't. But regardless of who you are, if if you come into a job and you're told one thing and then they start changing, you know, they start changing everything on you, you're gonna be like, hold on, time, what's going on here? When Tom Brady first got to Tampa, they said 1,000 you're running the offense. That's what they told him. He went there. Now all of a sudden, everything changed. And again, you you like there's no reason to do it because again, Tom Brady just came off an MVP caliber season. If he was looking like Peyton Manning in his final year, if he was looking like Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, you got a point. You know he's on the end, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. New England Brady got tired of the cold and Brady kissed and probably kissing his poster in Tampa Bay. Giselle wanted him to retire, but Brady set up some kids. It's hard, Tom. Uh said I was thinking he's like the NFL, LeBron of them, but he wants a voice and want the power of the team, and they're not gonna have to. well. But here's the thing though, like I get what you're saying. But the thing is, is when you're that great, you should have a say. Let's just be honest, right? If you're that great, you should have a say. You know, Tom Brady made his career literally running the offense in New England. I love Bill Belichick, and I will say this to the day I die because some people think it's it's Tom Brady who deserves, deserves more credit. Some people say it's Bill Belichick. Me personally, I split it down the middle. Tom Brady didn't control the, the the offense or the defense; he didn't do that. Bill Belichick didn't really call that many plays in the offense. That's just really what it was. If you don't believe me, go look at it. Go go ahead go back. I'll wait. I'll be here. You you're back? You found out? Like I call it 50-50. Bill took care of the offense, Tom handled the to uh, Bill took care of the defense. Tom handled the offense. You know? Um he said he wants he wants a voice and he wants more power on a team. Well, yeah, when you're that great. What, what like, when you're that great? and you're able to perform, and you're giving them team championships, uh, they better listen to you. Or at the bare minimum, hear what you're saying. At the bare minimum. Now, I'm not saying you got to give them ownership. You don't got to You don't gotta take everything into consideration. But at the bare minimum, leave it open and, uh, and hear them out. Frankie says, Brady, come back home, bro. You know where you truly belong. Leave the wife and kids in Tampa and come back home. We got some tight ends for you and some running backs on oh, God. And if we get Jarvis Landry, we golden, bro. Come back, Tommy. Rio, my guy. What up, my dude? Hey, look, man, it's it's just a very interesting situation going on in Tampa. And like I said, I don't think um, – and then we so, as a Pats fan, are you worried about Miami at all? Uh, not really. Not really. Um, I'm going to get into that when we talk about the whole Tyreek Hill thing. I'm I think they're they're a legit threat, but there's one there's one major question mark. Well, two, but you can kind of wrap them up in one. There, there are a couple question marks I see with uh with Miami that this year they're gonna have to figure out. But you know what? If you want to talk about Miami, why not? Let's just get right into it. Tyreek Hill got traded to Miami. By the way, real quick, let me just get this out there. If you think Tyreek Hill's a top five, you're casual. I mean that would literally with the utmost disrespect. I mean that literally with the utmost disrespect. All due disrespect. If you think Tyreek Hill is top five, let me know. And I, listen, I got a bridge I can sell you in Brooklyn, as the old saying goes. Again, with the utmost disrespect, I mean this. 1,000%. I had a dude tell me he was a good route runner Fuck is you smoking? What are you smoking? Dudes go to ESPN one time and Google top five with thievels. And yes, Rio, this is really the main question right here. This is the main question right here. And by the way, Frankie says Tua doesn't have enough arm strength. But here's my problem with it. Here's my problem with people saying that Tua doesn't have the arm strength for, for to go deep. This is my legitimate problem with it. Explain to me how you can we can say that if Miami is not giving him the opportunity to go deep they're not really giving him the consistent opportunities to go deep for people to say oh yeah yeah he he could do it. you're not really giving him that opportunity he's got the weapons you got a respectable defense i think this is the year without a shadow of a doubt you got a new offensive coordinator you got a new coach you listen you got new things but here's the thing you now need to open the playbook for Tua if you go 9 and 8 this year who cares it doesn't matter Right, This is the year you need to open up the playbook and say, Tua, go out there, go play. I need you to be the face of this franchise on and off the field. I need you to to ball out, and I need you to be a leader. This is what I need from you. He's got the leader part down. Tua Tua got the leadership part down. Now you need to go out there, and you need to play. And here's the thing. When you go out and play, guess what? You need to open the playbook, and you need to see what you got with this kid. I think Miami's being too conservative with Tua. Kind of how the New England Patriots was with Matt Jones for like what eight, nine weeks before we really started letting him throw. And all of a sudden, Matt Jones looked, okay, all right. We got something. That's just all it really comes down to. You know? Um, let's see, Till is top 15. Yeah, top 15. Yeah, he's in he's in the top 15, 20 percentile, which isn't bad. That doesn't mean he's horrible was given to uh, to a supreme ga- uh, gas in his press conference. He seemed excited to play with him. But here's the thing, Rio, you just got there. What are you supposed to say? Oh yeah, by the way, the young the young quarterback you got, he's horrible. <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't I don't know how much of it he meant. I hope he did. I hope he really meant it. I really did. Uh, two drops back, throwing Hill going deep and intercepted. I hate you, uh Yuki. Rio says Hill, Waddle, Parker, and Giseki, he has everything to see now. And they got Chase Edmonds, the running back from um from uh, the Cardinals, too. So it's like, again, I agree. He he definitely has it, you know. Greg, he says dolphins are getting are gonna be overhyped. I think I think year one lower the expectations only because you need to see A, if your coach, your new coaching staff is it, and B, what you got with Tua. So I think year one, pump the brakes. Relax. If they go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, people are going to call it a bust. I'm not. I'm going to say, look, it's year one. You're seeing what you got with Tua. If you go year two with Tua, and you you stamp them talking about, boom, I got you. Done and dusted. Now we got a whole nother thing. You know? So I, they, I, I'd I be extremely careful with people. 110%. I'd be extremely careful. Um, They know he can't run deep. He can't throw deep. That's why they don't run deep pages like Mac Jones. don't, But I don't think so, because with Mac Jones, when they opened up the playbook, he was hitting beautiful dots deep for no reason. And we've seen Tua hit, hit, hit deep throws before. We've seen it. The problem is this. Like, if you're only allowed to throw the ball five times down the field, like past 15 yards, if you're only allowed to do it five times and you hit two good ones, right, two good dots, right, one gets battered away and you miss on two, on paper, it looks like you can't throw the deep ball. That's what it looks like, but I'm like, I don't know, man. You, you, my thing. Open up the playbook for the kid. That way, we'll be able to see whether or not he's the guy you really want to rock with or not. You need to 100. Frankie says, if you're, uh, if you're if you're a franchise quarterback for that organization, you need to show your team you're a leader and tell the coach to give me those long balls 100. Which I think this year he needs to do. I think you also commented earlier saying that he needs to be able to go up uh, right here. Yep. He needs to be leading. a tell the coach, nah, I'm on the field. I'm going for it." Like I said, this is the year he needs to do that. This is the year that he needs to do that. You know. So again, like, you know, Hill uh, said, "I want to play with two of the best accuracy QB." He was like, "I was like, well, let's." I mean, look. Again, when uh, Tyree Kill, you listen. You got to hype up your new your new guy. Let's be honest. You, you're going you're going to Miami. He, I I promise you right now. Who, matter of fact, I'm, let me Google this. Hold on. Cause I'm 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 I want to I'm gonna make a so who's the most inaccurate quarterback? QB In yeah, because I'm I'm gonna look up because who's the most inaccurate quarterback in the NFL? Cause I'm I'm being cause I cause this I, I mean this by the way real quick I I I really mean this because I want to make a point real quick because. <laughs> Uh, matter of fact, no, no, here's the point. Of, okay, he could have played with Tim Tebow. Okay, he could have played with Tim Tebow. And I promise he's saying the same thing. I promise you he's saying the same thing. 100%. He's saying the same exact thing he's playing with Tim Tebow. And it's literally just because that's that's your new quarterback. That's your new quarterback, so you kind of don't have a choice. Uh, Rio says, people are already sleeping on the Chiefs pride. Are they bugging? Well, listen. For the Chiefs, I'm telling you this right now. I understand you don't have Tyreek Hill. Did Travis Kelsey die? Which is my question. I thought it was a I thought it was an obvious take that Travis Kelsey was the number one receiver on that team, even though he's a tight end, he's a number one target. You still got him. You got Juju, who could who could be a number two, right? Solid route runner, so you got him mid. They they just got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who can kind of run, who can run deep, right? Got that. You still got McCall Hardman. I mean, yeah, you're like, like, and this is the thing I don't understand. Like, I I get it that, you know, you lost Tyreek Hill. I understand. But weren't we just saying this was the deepest offensive team that the league has ever seen? Wasn't people just saying that offensively this team was just good, was just great because they were just so overpowered. Now you lose Tyreek Hill, all of a sudden they're horrible. I don't I don't understand that take. I really don't. Um, I really don't. Uh, you said juju ain't no repping. He's a he's a nuisance along with Brittany and Jackson. <laughs> it's funny. I saw I saw a meme when it was like um, Juju Smith-Schuster when he did his first TikTok with Jackson Holmes. And then this guy that it just showed uh, Tyreek Hill just doing this running away. It's funny. Um, and yes, Marquez Valdez-Scantling could be a legitimate threat, obviously, if he remains healthy. But at the same time, remember, you're not asking him to do an, a, a, whole bo- a whole boatload. You're not. Because obviously, you still got Travis Kelsey. You still got Juju. Right? I mean... They just resigned Josh Gordon. Let's see, let's see what they even do with him. God knows if they even play him. God knows, right? But you got him, you got McCall Hardman, who they've been liking more and more as the longer he's been there. So they still have other weapons. They still have other weapons. My concern, to be 100% honest, is defense. That is my concern because you let Honey Badger walk, you let one of your corners ward leave. And on top of that, uh, Daniel Sorensen just left to the Saints, I think. Because I think the Saints that he left to. And by the way, um, I, I, I like when people say this MVP is supposed to replace, uh, replace Tyreek. Who's going to replace a dude who's faster than him? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What's faster? Like, just, just be honest. What is faster, right? A. A race car, right? One of those legit NASCAR cars, right? Those ones, right? That or a Supra, which is faster? I want you to tell me which is faster. Which is faster? Right? The NASCAR one, right? Should be faster. Does that mean the Supra's slow? No, no, just because he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because the Marquez Valdez scaling is still a deep threat by your logic. Jalen Waddle, he's not as fast as Tyreek. Oh, guess what? He's not a deep threat anymore. No. Marquez, about that scaling is still zooming. He's still zooming. Is he as fast as Tyreek? No, he's not. I'm not gonna say that. But just because you're not as fast as Tyreek, don't mean you're not fast at all. He's still zooming for positively no reason whatsoever. So again, to replace him, it's like, I, I, like it, it's fine. It's fine because at the end of the day, guess what? He's still and. Marquez Velde Scantling hasn't proven anything to me. Okay, but he doesn't have to. Because in order for him to prove something, he's got to be like a top, what, top ten like wide receiver in the league type of type of joint. No one's making a case for him. You lost one deep threat and you got another. In terms of filling that deep threat void, Marquez Velde Scantling has been doing that for the Packers ever since he got here. Ever since he's gotten the NFL, that's what he's been doing. Never mind the fact that he's bigger than Tyreek. So jump balls? Come on, man, stop playing. Stop playing. And Andre literally said it. Mar- uh, Marquez Valdez scaling is six four. He's six four. What is he? Six four two? Hold on. He's like six four. Where's he? Like two ten? 64206. I thought it was 210. 6'4 two, So for comparison. For comparison. Where's Tyree where's Tyre Kill? So for comparison, Tyree kills 510, 185. Who's winning, a, who's winning a jumbo? Right? Um, if they wanted a deep that they could have gotten an old Djax. No. No, no way. See, now, now you're just being disrespected on Marquez Valdez-Scantling. See, now now that's just pure disrespect. That's just pure disrespect, 110%. Because right here, right now, I'm taking Marquez Valdez-Scantling over, over Deshaun Jackson. And to me, it's not even close. Not even close. Now, prime D Jackson. Yes, prime D prime Deshaun Jackson. Uh Deshaun Jackson was a problem. Yes, no debate. But this is not prime Deshaun Jackson. This ain't a dude in his prime. This is this is not it. He's not. We don't remember that you know, time time goes forward. Excuse me. Time goes forward. Dolphins are gonna have some expectations. And yeah, like, look at this point. It's it's yeah, Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling versus Deshaun Jackson at right now, as they're both currently are. It's not a debate at all, at all. Now, if you want to argue who's who has a better prime, I still don't think that's a fair argument because I don't think we like you know we need to wait till Marquez Valdez Scantling kind of starts winding it down before we can then compare prime to prime, right? And Deshaun Jackson in his prime, he was a specimen. Let's not get it twisted. But right here, right now, Marquez the scantling and it's not even close. In my opinion, it's not even close. <laughs> Final topic for y'all. A very controversial one, believe it or not. um, Kyrie Irving. The um, New York has lifted the mandate. It's been lifted for a while, and they, they kind of been filtering it through, and they said athletes are basically going to be the last one to have the mandate lifted. So, um. This is a very controversial one um, for multiple reasons. First and foremost, when you talk about Kyrie Irving and its entire vaccine situation, the shame of it is, unfortunately, 90% of this conversation always ends up going political. That's just the unfortunate reality of the situation, right? Which is kind of why... I I try my best not to enter it with politics. I try not to because you know I'm 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 a dude out here I'm chatting about sports, right? And this is kind of the awkward situation and why it's so controversial because a lot of people feel that Kyrie Irving is being rewarded um for not taking the vaccine, right? But this is something we all need to remember, right? Before people start Screaming at and mind you, let me just—I just want to clarify. If it was my choice, I would have wanted him to take the vaccine, right? However, since he didn't, I—the only thing I had was look. You're now going to be put within certain guidelines and certain rules that you need to follow because you're not vaccinated. As long as you follow those rules and regulations. I, there, I, that's all. That's all I could really ask from you. And he's been doing it. He has been. A lot of people feel like he's being rewarded, but here's the thing: people need to remember the mandate. The mandate was there until there was like a there was like a certain threshold. It was like eighty five percent. Eighty five percent of New Yorkers had to get vaccinated for the mandate to begin to get um, to let to get lifted. The state of New York has now reached that threshold. And since they reached that threshold, that's why the mandate is starting to get lifted up. So I just want to clarify that because I don't want anybody kind of trying to sit there and say, oh, yeah, it's a conspiracy or, you know, or any like that. The mandate was there until a certain percentile of New York state was vaccinated. That percentile has been met. And for weeks they've been lifting the mandate. This is something that people don't know. They've been lifting the mandate in waves for certain professions, and athletes were going to be the last on that list. So I just want to you know throw that out there and clarify some things because a lot of people have been trying to, you know, try to you know spread some stupid stuff. So um, but before we get into that. Then we have a politic talk about the commander playing, talking about Hitler. And yeah, Homer was like, Oh, yeah, I want to have a conversation with Hitler. I was like, Boy, What the hell? Uh, Andre says, quick question. You think Stefan Diggs outplayed his contract without a shadow of a doubt? Without a shadow of a doubt, I think he's 1000% outplayed it. People are going to see like the, the last game against uh, Kansas City. They're going to be like, Oh my God, how could you? If, you, if you're if only going to look at that one game, then I might even gonna waste my, my time with you. But yeah. um... The Mets owner was supporting the mayor campaign, so when MLB started the rule lift, that's that that was crazy. Well, the rules though, the, the mandate was getting lifted a little bit bef- actually towards the end of the lockout. Believe it or not, it was actually already starting to get lifted. Again, it was just athletes that were going to be last. So, um, and Greenanke says uh, Dick needs to shut up and play football. If you want some money, go to Jacksonville. Uh, hell no, on hell no, uh, uh-huh. mm. Yo, yo, Stefan, go be louder, bro. Go be louder. Get your money. Get your money. I think I think he's outlived that contract easily. God bless his heart though. But um now that now that uh starting yesterday he was he's able to play at home, huh? so he'll be able to play for the rest of the regular season and and then and, and he'll be able to play in the playoffs. There's only two places right now he won't be able to play, which would be in LA so let's say Golden State makes the finals. Um, that's really it because the Clippers and Lakers ain't doing it. So if Golden State makes the finals, he won't be able to play in L.A. unless that mandate gets lifted. Um, and another place he won't be able to play is Toronto, which it does seem like they'll be playing them in the play-in. So it does seem like that's where it's things are kind of starting to go towards. So as of right now, those are the only two places he can't play. Now, obviously, you know, in terms of the playoffs, as long as not Golden State, he's fine. And Toronto, they're the right now, if I'm not mistaken, the the Nets are the eighth seed. So with them being the eighth seed, I just want to fact check myself real quick. Yeah, so they're the eighth seed, right? So what, what would happen is if they were to lose, just to refresh, and anybody who's not sure how the plan works. So the seventh and eighth seeds play each other, and the ninth and tenth seeds play each other. The winner of the seventh and eighth seed gets the seventh seed. The loser of the ninth and tenth seed gets bounced out. So whoever wins between the ninth and the tenth seed plays the winner of the loser, or plays the loser of the seventh and eighth seed. So I'm gonna use how it is right now to explain a little better. So Toronto is seventh, Brooklyn is eighth, Charlotte Hornets is ninth, and the Atlanta Hawks is 10th. So Atlanta Hawks being 10th, if they lose to Charlotte, they get bounced out. Same thing if Charlotte loses to Atlanta, the loser of that game gets bounced out. The the they then go on to play the loser of Brooklyn, Toronto, who's a seventh and eighth seed. The winner of that gets the eighth seed, and then the loser has to play either Charlotte or Atlanta, and then whoever wins that game gets the 8 seed. So, um if Brooklyn loses to Toronto, it really won't have that much impact because again, with Kyrie back, they play either Charlotte or Atlanta which easy. So, but um does this make the Nets a uh, illegitimate threat? I I think this is the most easiest question on God's green earth 1000%. 1, 1000% 1, this makes them um this this definitely doesn't make them the favorite, and it's not even close because I've seen people try to try to pretend like oh my god, you know, this this is a this is a risk in saying that no, like you again the reason that they're this low isn't because they're a bad team, it's been injuries and the fact that Kyrie can't play on the road. It's all it really comes down to. Look, they're 16 and 19. Um, I'm sorry, they're they're 38 and 35 overall, right? Which you know. To each their own, right? At home, they're sixteen and nineteen at home, right? And again, that's without Kyrie, with that whole James Harden turmoil. Like it's all of that, right? Since then, you know, I just like ever since that whole trade, they've looked better. Now you're gonna have Kyrie back. Like that's fine. I, if anything, they're they're perfect right now where they are. Does this make the Nets a legitimate threat, one hundred and ten percent. I've said this before, and look, and we could break down the entire Eastern Conference without a shadow of a doubt. Look, Miami, huh, that they're a joke. Let's just call it what it is, right? Like they're 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 nothing scared. They're they're just another Utah Jazz from like two years back who was the number one seed and no one cared. Like that's all this is, right? Milwaukee, no, I don't see them doing anything. Philly, that's a massive question mark because God knows what's really going to happen with James Harden, right? Boston, I do like how we're going. Can we keep the momentum up? That's another big question mark. So who really knows with that? Chicago, the injury bug just keeps popping up over and, over and over and over and over and over again. So I don't know if they'll be able to do it. Cleveland, they've had a good year. But right now, I think when it comes to the playoffs, the experience is going to bite them, right? Then you got Toronto. No, okay. You got Charlotte. No, Atlanta. No, get out of here. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be honest. Every single team in the East really has a question mark, right? The only problem round for Brooklyn, the only question mark they really have now is Ben Simmons. And if Ben Simmons gets in, guess what? He's probably going to be, what, the fourth option? Let's be honest, right, because of how KD's been playing, right? Kyrie's been balling out. Seth Curry, which, is what, which was a, a phenomenal acquisition for them in that whole James Harden trade, right? On top of that, you got Andre Drummond, who just is holding down the paint, which is something they desperately needed, right? You do all that. Again, you're basically now waiting for Ben Simmons, who again is going to be what? Your third, the third guy? Combine all that. And I, like I said, I, I, like I said, I think this was by far the easiest thing in the world. 110%. Before we sign off, I'm going to uh, answer. If you guys have any questions regarding anything, NFL, NFL, uh, football, baseball, basketball—you name it. Feel free to uh, drop it in the comments, and we'll spend the last few minutes here answering your questions. First one: Bobby Wagner visited the Ravens today. I hope he doesn't sign. Well, here's the thing: he visited with the Rams earlier this week as well. I do like him in Baltimore. I really do. Um, I just think where he's at right now. I think Bobby Wagner, and I've said this before. The best place he needs to go to right now is Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs will be able to pay him respectable money, and he's not at all going to lose his spot. Again, you lost Honey Badger, which they I'm hoping they bring him back, right? You lose Honey Badger, okay? You lose Ward. On top of that, combine all that with the fact that now Daniel Sorensen, the guy all the Chiefs have been begging for him to be gone, now he's gone if I'm a Kansas City Chiefs, I don't worry about I don't worry about offense anymore. I need to focus strictly on defense cuz it's getting bad. Um Bulls might be a first round bust. Unfortunately, it, it it may be. That's 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 a possibility because of these injuries, man. I feel like healthy we're not having this conversation. I really don't think I think if if the, if the Chicago Bulls were healthy, I don't think we're having this conversation whatsoever. I really don't. Um, Greg says, do you think the chiefs will make the playoffs? No, believe it or not. I'm on the exact opposite thing. I think every team in the AFC West will make the playoffs. I don't think a single of them finish under 500. And to one up myself, I think every single team in the AFC gets double digit wins. 100%. I think I, I, I love all these. I love all these teams to be honest with you. I really do all four of them. I like them all, you know, and, I I really, I think, I think it's extremely close. And I think, I think each and every single one of them, I think they all make the playoffs. 100%. All right. do you think Derek Carr will be a top five quarterback this year? Statistically. So statistically speaking, I think so. I think he puts up, he puts up great stats with Darren Waller, who, you know, unfortunately he, he has a whole bunch of injuries going on and Hunter Renfro, right? Throw Devonte Adams in there. 110. I think you're I think we're gonna see a huge, huge jump in his stats. Um, and granted, I would love it, I would love it too. Think about it. You got two of the best route runners in the league in Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. You got two of the best route runners in the league, in the league on the on on the same team. It, this is this gonna be wild, bro? Um, but to answer your question, Andre, yes, I do expect him to ha- be top five. I think at worst he'll be uh top seven, but I do expect top five uh statistical year for Derek Carr. Uh, by the way, MVP considerations as well for Derek Carr. Um, Yankee says, do you see Baker Mayfield going to the Giants, Steelers, Seahawks, Texans, Titans, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, or Patriots? So I want to make – I'm going to shoot each and every single one of them down. So Giants, No. Um, I don't think he'll end up going to the Giants. I think eventually they're going to settle back on um, on Daniel Jones for one year. Um, they're not in the position to really do anything, so they're probably going to do that or that, or they'll probably be the one team to draft a quarterback and start him because they're dumb. Um, Steelers, maybe. Maybe there have been rumblings going on that if the Browns were to cut Baker, they would consider it, and they would actually give him a call, which, honestly, I'm okay with. I, I It's an see what happens, you know what I mean? Um, I would feel bad for Mitchell Trubisky because I would feel like, you know, he just had his chance and now it's coming down. But, again, I think Steelers could be a realistic thing. Same thing with Seattle. I think so. I think really what's going to end up stopping that trade, I think they're not going to – Seattle won't want to part ways with either Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. So because of those reasons, I don't think so. Um, The Texans, no. um, I think where the Texans are, the Texans are right now. They're in a situation where we don't, we're not winning. We don't care. Um, I just, without a shadow of a doubt, we just want to develop our young guys. That's all, right? So I think they they want to focus on Davis Mills. So I I'm cool with that one. Titans, maybe if you if the Titans want to move on from Ryan Tannehill, I could see that one. So that one is a hard maybe. The Falcons, I don't think so because they just got Marcus Mariota. And on top of that, they're pushing Marcus Mariota like the guy's Jesus. So, I don't think so. Um, Panthers, I originally thought so. But the Panthers said they don't want him, so they're shrugging out. Um, The Saints just, if I am smoking, I think they just got brought back Jameis. So, I don't think in terms of... um, things that are happening and Patriots, no, I think where we are, we like Mac Jones, we like what we see, we like what we see in him, and we just want to continue to build off off of him. So, um, Giants, no, Steelers, I think is a legitimate possibility. Um, Seahawks, perhaps, but they're gonna have to, you know, basically have a good trade on the table. Um, Texans, no, Titans, that's a strong maybe. I think if the Titans are ready to move on from Ryan Tannehill, I think so. Falcons, no. Panthers, no. Saints, no. And Patriots, no. just says, if we don't see a jump in his head, can I officially call Derek Carr trash? No, you cannot. Y'all um, says, I want to see if Vaughn ends up being worth all that money. Yes. Um, that was a big deal for older guy. But you know what? So I'm going to tell him the same thing I said about Christian Kirk. God bless him. God bless him. Greg says, Baker would be a better backup than Hoyer and of Listen. I'm okay with that, but the thing is, Baker as a backup, I -mm, I I don't like Baker as a backup. I really don't. I think is not only is he a starting caliber quarterback, but let's be honest, with all this controversy going around, like you know him, you know how Cleveland Browns kind of you know moving on from him, all this stuff. I I I don't him on the on the on the bench. I think that that could perhaps be a distraction. I really do. I think whatever team gets him won't want him to be on the bench. On top of that, with how much money he's making, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna get him to spend all that money for a backup. So, um, Granky says, do you think OBJ is going back to Cleveland or to follow Tom Brady? Honestly, I don't think OBJ plays this year. If I'm Odell, I would want to, but I don't know if a team will want to because of the whole ACL situation. It's torn ACL. Um, if I'm if I'm OBJ, there are three teams I'm looking at right now. There are three legitimate teams. Um, obviously, one is Cleveland, right? One is Buccaneers, obviously, and one is going back on a one on a cheap one year deal to the right, to the Rams. That's really what I would do. Go to a situation where I can still get touches, but it's not a massive demand on my body, so that way I can make sure my knee is better. I don't want to rush myself back and re tear it. And then look dumb because then my career is basically over, right? So, go to a situation where there's there are other targets, but you'll still be able to get your touches. So that way you can at least go out and show, hey, look, my knee, it's all good. Last question: Do you think Watson is gonna get suspended since he's been dealing with these allegations? All right, so elephant in the room. Um, a lot of people do in the podcasting community, um, have began to withdraw their will to cover the Cleveland Browns because of this entire situation. One of the most, the person who I know who did that was LDZ Ladano who who used to be here. Um, And she does not want to cover them anymore because of this entire situation. Um, For me, I will, I'm going to, let me just address it because I'm going to keep covering them. It will always be awkward, always. Um, I'm the type of person that, like, I can when, it because, again, sports, right? I can – I'm able to differentiate, right? Like, if I'm talking about Deshaun, I'm just talking about the player, right? I'm not talking about the person because, isn't he could be a great person. He could be a piece of shit. I don't know. And, frankly, I don't care. That's not my job. My job is to see whether or not you're a good guy. It's just how do you play basketball? How do you play football? How do you box? How do you play baseball? Well, how good of a mixed martial artist are you? That's just really, that's what my job really is, right? Um, To answer this question, I I don't want him to be because then the NFL will look very dumb because you say, oh, yeah, we're going to suspend him based on whatever comes to the courts. If they drop the case and you suspend him, you're going to look kind of hypocritical but i think they are going to suspend him i was talking to ldz and she actually sent me something it was a message she actually sent it to me they actually said they uh they they actually tweaked a little bit of what they said and, and another statement that they release uh this off season, they basically would suspend himself um the overall gist of it was he could get suspended just cuz he put himself in that situation the mere fact that they said that I think he's getting suspended. How long he's gonna get suspended? That's another thing for the NFL that they need to figure out. Because this is the same NFL who let Zeke do what he did to a female, no problem. Uh, didn't Greg Hardy beat beat up his girl or something like that? And and they give him back a job. You know, it, it's just the consistency with the NFL in terms of these suspensions is weird. I don't I, I, I don't know if he'll get suspended, but if I have to bet money, I didn't think he was going to be, but if I have to bet money after after I saw them saying just because he put himself in that situation, you know, like we could suspend him ju- basically just because I think that's kind of they're now hedging their bet so that way they can just spend them anyway. Probably a yearly suspension like Calvin Ridley. You want to know the truth? I don't even think it'll be a year. I think it'll be like four to six games. I really believe that. Because, and I've said this before, the NFL is weird. When they're supposed to be strict on a player, they're very lenient. And when they're supposed to be lenient on a player, they're very strict. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. I I don't get it, right? But teach their own like i said i i, th- I think he's probably going to end up getting suspended just because because of just how they said it if you were to talking about oh yeah you know ooh you know just because you put yourself in that situation once i hear that unfortunately that's just how it is and then uh, someone said that's such so going to cost the browns a playoff spot it is for this year but guess what after he gets suspended it's behind them and guess what next year they're going to take off the Prideful Takes Podcast. I appreciate all you guys spending some time with me. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's any news you guys want to talk about, feel free to tag us there. Follow us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. And we also are on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Feel free to give us a sub. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. And check us out on Spotify and Oh, excuse me, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, Hey Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast, and she will take care of the rest from there. Well, as always, go to www.fatco.com, use discount code Prideful Takes, get 15% off on all your organic skin care needs. Mike, my guy, well, you'll be back here on Monday. So don't miss it. When he gets back, I'm probably going to be talking shit about Chicago because I, that's just kind of my new favorite thing to do now. Uh, Mike, we'll see you back on Monday. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. we we'll be back here Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central on Monday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh. Lillard from the logo battle. Quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. At the handle of the rush. Allen looking. End zone. Two to Shohei Otani, Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.